Yeah. But a great way that I kind of stop these intrusive thoughts is I just like sing in my head like la 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 la. I'm not thinking about him. La la la. Hey T. Pieces. Welcome to the twenty six four. What? It's twenty twenty four. Oh, we haven't hit twenty five yet. No, oh. I don't think so. Happy think- whatever fucking episode this is. <laughs> Happy 24th. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Do you want to catch people up on your birthday? Yeah, I had a fun birthday. I had a charcuterie board. I gave myself a concussion playing catch. I hit my head on the door. It hurt. I'm still scared to wash my hair because I don't know if it's like a scab that I'm going to like rip off, you know? And then your head's just going to start gushing blood. Yeah. And you're just going to die. I don't think that that's going to happen. Sounds about right. I think you had like a mild concussion. Your birthday was fun. I wish I remembered it. Yeah. <laughs> literally everyone threw up. All of our friends that came over who like lived alone, they just like all threw up. We were so gone. <laughs> oh, oh, well. I don't think being 25 has hit me yet. I think I'm going to get depressed in like a couple weeks. Yeah, you probably will. How did you feel when you turned 25? Oh, I still am depressed <laughs> about it. Though I've just been depressed about it the whole year. 25 is a little bit like, where's your baby? Where's your job? Where's your house? <laughs> All the questions that people ask females but don't ask males. It's one of those things where everyone's like, oh, you're young, like, enjoy yourself. And then you start hitting 25 and everyone's like, okay, but like, what's happening now? And it's like, I thought you said I was good. Like, I thought you said I could enjoy my life. And now it's like, no, no, no. Like, what's going on? Why do people feel like they can lose their filters when we hit 25 and ask us all these friggin' questions? I feel like I'm in that episode of Friends where Rachel hits 30 and she's like, well, if I wanted my life to like be on track, Mm -hmm. I had to meet the guy like yesterday yeah i kind of wanted things to like settle down by 27 but with the timeline that this is going at that's not gonna work i had to have met him yesterday (laughs) or like two years ago (laughs) i feel like a big thing that women have to get out of is like determining their worth based off of whether or not they have a man that's just such a big pressure on us and it's it's something that we can never escape and like until you accept it i feel like you have to change that mindset and it'll help you a lot Oh, like a lot of relationships suck mm-hmm. like i have friends who are relationships and I'm, i know they fucking hate it they're not enjoying it they wish they were single but like they're at this age where they're kind of like i guess i'll just settle now which is really unfortunate yeah. but it doesn't determine our worth or our value it really doesn't but like we always it just sets feel your that mind way. at ease yeah i don't feel more worthy i just feel less like stressed yeah, for some reason, which is weird, because why does having a man and having a successful relationship equal less stress? Because we have vaginas, and there's so much pressure on us to have and carry a family and yeah. a child. And But, like, what even, what does a successful relationship even look like? Like, I've never had one. We've never oh, had one. Oh, I don't even know. <laughs> like, I don't think I've ever had a relationship where I'm like, wow, this could go somewhere. Oh, actually, I did have one, but that's over now. <laughs> oops really really went out with a bang it's like have you ever broken up with a guy that didn't know he was dating you (laughs) yeah (laughs) and it's like yeah literally like two weeks ago this week's episode is about how we get over breakups i I don't know. know breakups are just like i just spend like a month in a fog a fog of like anxiety and stress and just like uh what's going on uh that's me for a month so that's what you're gonna see for the next like week you're just like unsure about everything yeah i feel like a lot of people like mm-hmm. that nighttime is like really shitty and the yeah. morning mm-hmm. it's because you have nothing else to think about so the first thing on your mind is like their name and then you're just like yeah. oh okay we're just gonna think about this for 45 minutes when you're getting to know someone new 
it's always so like thrilling it's so exciting and you put so much focus and time and energy and like thoughts and considerations into it and then when that's gone so much time all of a sudden is created and it's time not for that person anymore like not directed to that person anymore so it opens up so much time for you to just fill your brain with all these yeah. wonders and like nonsense questions. Thinking about them is like bring some sort of comfort because it was like your comfort for the time, right? I don't know. I go into the spiral where I'm like, oh, am I delusional? Like, have I just like created this whole like relationship fantasy in my head? Your thoughts are not reality. They're your reality, but they're not present reality. So yeah. then you're like, oh my God, have I just created everything? Like this person maybe never even thought about me. Like, <laughs> oh my God, I'm going crazy. Am I delusional? Like what is going on? okay that is and then i'm like i guess i'll just end the shower now (laughs) it's like intrusive thoughts yeah you can't control it so i'll be like la da da like let me get the soap i wonder what he's doing okay like let me like (laughs) rinse off my body oh remember when he bought me those flowers oh uh, like just let's get out of the shower it's like you're constantly like suppressing these thoughts and like shooting them down yeah that's really really exhausting it's so tiring but that is such Mm self-sabotage you cannot do that to yourself no and you know it's stupid that's why you try to suppress it yeah you allow yourself to have these thoughts and feelings but you're like they can't overpower my life yeah but a great way that i kind of stop these intrusive thoughts is i just like sing in my head like la 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 I'm not thinking about him. And it really helps. That's good. Because you need something that's louder. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dead. For me, it's it's different. Because it always has to do with how the breakup happened. Like, with me and my ex, the breakup, it was, like, more mutual. Like, we both kind of agreed to break up. I feel like I struggled with the breakup more than he did. Even though, like, that doesn't make any sense. But I feel like I accepted our breakup quicker and faster than at, like... Isn't that, like, what happens, like, girls? Like, we cry for, like, a month and get really upset and we get out all our emotions because we can't, like, surprise... I feel like guys are a lot better at, like, distracting themselves. Like, well, it didn't work. Not logical. Like, I guess I'll just move on. But then after three months, they're like, I'm so alone. (laughs) She, like, put up with this stuff and, like, now no one else will. And then we're just, like, on a date with other guys. The only thing that really helps me get over breakups is just time and literally just knowing that it's gonna get better it Mm -hmm. can't get worse especially that's that's, just how my mindset is that's the great thing about relationships is at least with relationships you know the next one is always gonna be better you're gonna see the red flags and the signs that aren't gonna work so you can like avoid all those things i talk to my friends a lot but like your friends can only tell you so much Mm -hmm. and your friends are gonna have very similar views and advice that like you've heard so many freaking times before mm-hmm. it's just like how much can they repeat this shit to you like the only person that's gonna help you get better is yourself and the only thing for sure is time it's just like exhausting thinking know. about time because that also comes down to like your concept of time i don't want time to like pass faster years are so short now <laughs> i know so it's like am i just gonna spend like half of 25 like upset about something stupid like i spent half of 24 I feel like I kind of did this year. It took me about probably like six months to get over my ex Mm -hmm. and a couple other people to get under. Sometimes when you get under other people or you go on dates with other people, it's like you realize how much it sucks and then you're like, oh fuck, like this is what's out there. Like you you kind of miss what you had before. I feel like hooking up with other people definitely gave me like a thrill and a rush Mm -hmm. because I'm 
crazy and selfish, I guess. I don't know. That's just the way it is. Like, that's, I mean, there's a big reason why people say, like, the only way to get over someone is to get under someone because mm. it, like, helps you forget about the person that you're, like, sad about. It's something new and exciting. But then after it can be, like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. I miss my ex or whatever. But no, fuck that. Back just to the thing you it. were saying about, like, friends. And I feel like just a lot of people, when they talk about someone, they just want to vent. They don't really need yeah. advice, you know? Yeah. Especially also, like, when my friends vent to me and I vent to them, I don't I don't want to feel like I'm a burden on them, so I don't want them to give me constant, constant advice mm-hmm. because then I know it's taxing on them to give constant advice. And then be like, oh, I understand. You're so right. You're, <coughs> you're, the, you're the best one. You're the smartest one. You're the, like... Yeah. His loss, his loss. Well, it is. It's always his loss, in my opinion. But that's the thing about advice. Like, people can give you as much advice as they want and as you want but at the end of the day you're the only one who can change your life so Mm -hmm. like whether you can listen to people's advice and try out their advice it still may or may not make things better Mm -hmm. so it's ultimately up to the person to change their energy and their mindset Mm -hmm. i think the most important thing is remembering that like sometimes you feel stuck after a breakup because you're just kind of like oh my gosh like just upset and then stuck in every sort of way because mm-hmm. a big part of your life has is now over and yeah. it's weird it's kind of it kind of hits you in a strange way because you're like wow this was a part of my reality now it's like gone and it doesn't exist yeah. and like people can like leave and it's like mm-hmm. we create all these relationships that are i guess like very superficial in a sense because they can just like leave and it's not like anchored or set in stone it's like it's so i don't think they're superficial i just think it's like it helps you realize that any relationship you have could be temporary and that's why you have to put in work everything is temporary yeah. it's so weird it's temporary it's not like destined to happen it's not like supposed to happen it just happened Ugh, and then it's over <laughs> you know, why is this getting so like dark and morbid <laughs> this is the reality of yeah. relationships i guess yeah i wanted to go back on what you said before of like how temporary things are because i feel like one massive issue that i do have is how when I'm with someone, they all of a sudden kind of just become my security blanket. Mm-hmm. So when they're gone, I feel like so vulnerable when I'm in public. I don't know if it's just me, but I that's something I really struggle with. I feel like everyone around me knows. It's so weird. It's just an anxiety mm-hmm. that I have. Like I'm way more self-conscious if people are like looking at me or if I feel like they just like know something that I don't know that they know. And I just, I, it's like hella paranoia. It's so weird. Like I think about how I'm walking more, like how I'm dressed more, like when that shift has happened going from being in a relationship to being single. And that's like the biggest transition that I have to deal with internally is just like consciously making an effort to be like, Letitia, like no one knows what you're going through right now except for your friends. Like whenever I'm going through a breakup, I rather keep in touch with that person Mm -hmm. because I've never had any like super, super traumatic breakups, like knock on wood, thank Mm -hmm. God. But I get over my breakup quicker if I still try to like keep in touch with the person. Like maybe, I mean, not right away, but like after a month or so, just like chat with them like once a week or something because it helps like ease my mind. But usually the other person isn't like that. (laughs) When you don't know what's going on, when it's cold turkey, that's rough because then you start creating so many scenarios it makes you lose your mind when i was talking because my ex and i can talk about our breakup so easily now like we've both moved on like Mm -hmm. whatever it's so like he's still one of my good friends he told me like february was a really hard month for him and i just felt it made me feel so sad because it was like a hard month for me but it was also both 
both of our birthday months mm-hmm. too so it's just like weird knowing that like he was still suffering and I was suffering at the same time but like it wasn't together yeah. it was like hard to accept I was just like he was really in pain because of me like, oh. <laughs> you're like I did that that's weird <laughs> I just assume that no one thinks about me so then mm-hmm. when like someone's like oh like I thought about you I'm like huh yeah what and then like oh I was sad about you. it's like oh you, you were like actually thinking about me when like I wasn't there other people have thoughts. Yeah. I can affect other people. Yeah. What? <laughs> like, other people affect me, but I never thought that I could affect other people. Yeah. You have feels for me? Yeah. What? Especially when a guy tells you he likes you, you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, of course. But like, what? Like, you know things about my personality and you enjoy them? I thought I was the only one that liked me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's such a big reason why when you find someone that finally accepts you for you, it is so important. Like you hold on for it for like dear life. That's why. Yeah. Every single breakup that I've had has been awesome for my career or not even a breakup, but when you stop talking to someone that you thought, even if you never made it past the talking stage or whatever, it still hurts a lot. So like it can go two ways. One is like, this was a failure. He doesn't like me. No one's going to like me. Everything's going to suck. No one's going to give me a job. I thought you said two ways. Yeah, but I'm getting second way. <laughs> and then the second way is that you can be like, okay, well, now I have this free time. But you have to like rework the, the way your brain is going to think about it. Because if you think about it negatively, you're going to be in a rut. Mm-hmm. And then it's just going to, time's going to pass. And everything's going to suck. Yeah. Or you can think about it really positively. Like, These going to be op- awesome opportunities. I'm going to have so much more free time. I'm going to meet new people. And then, but it's really hard to think that way way is like everything's over it's good that you're bringing this up because you can only be a sad sack for so long until you're like looking at yourself and you're just like i fucking like this is so dumb you're like get it together like i'm so stupid right now like you almost give yourself secondhand embarrassment it's like you're such a loser like what are you doing get over it like Like, holy shit it's not that big of a deal one thing that i've always tried to do the night i'm feeling super shitty or if it's like consecutive nights in a week I try to plan like, okay, I'm going to do one thing that makes me happy or like one productive thing Mm -hmm. the next day. Mm -hmm. And then that'll make me happy. And I'll just like gradually build on that. I've only just realized that being productive makes me feel good. So now I'm like (laughs) intentionally being, I'm like, why do I feel so good today? Oh, I did something I liked. Yeah, of course. Not even that I liked, something that was good for me or my career. I hated that experience, but now I feel good. I feel like I'm, like, I'm decently good at being productive, but, like, I could be more productive. Like, nobody's perfect when it comes to productivity. Mm -hmm. I feel like it only gets harder as you get older. Like, when I was younger, oh, my God, I had the best time management. Like, it was amazing. I was so responsible. I was so productive. And I thought I was only going to get better as I got older, and it has literally got so much worse. Mm -hmm. Like... What? Whatever. It's not the worst, but it's not the best. I could do better, be better, but I've accepted it. It's fine. Maybe I should go to therapy. <laughs> I've been saying that for like nine years. I, I feel like we should all go to therapy. The thing that sucks is that, okay, when I think of therapy and then I think, okay, so that's going to be a grand a month. Yeah. It's 12 grand a year. It's really sad that serious shit. The only thing that holds us back is, like, the money. Yeah. Really. If I knew that it was going to be $1,000 a month, but it was actually going to work, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. But the issue is, is statistically, you have to go through seven different therapists to find one that works for you. Isn't there, like, lots so that's of like three grand. online tools we could use, though, for, like, therapy? Yeah. I want, like, brain 
retraining like the oh. way you like the way you think about things and, oh. and coping mechanisms and on someone with only a phd can really do that shit this is like psychotherapists and stuff but they're really good after you've gotten like the treatment and then you can upkeep it and maintain it with like talk therapy but beforehand you do have, you sh- it's good to make the investment you want to be reborn oh gotta do this all <laughs> over again <laughs> i mean if you want it bad enough then definitely do it Literally. But it also comes down to, like, your perception and your self-worth. And, like, those mm-hmm. things are so important. And if someone can help you mm-hmm. in feeling good about that, those parts of yourself, then mm-hmm. your friends, in a way, are kind of just your own little personal mm-hmm. therapist. We're low-key, like, all kind of fucked up. So, like, how good is the advice that we're giving each other? We're just, like, we're, like I hear, like, <laughs> literally, a friend of mine hears, like, shitty advice and gives it to that friend. She kind of adds her own spin to it. She gives it to me. I add my own spin to it, and suddenly it gets to you. Like, you know, it's, like, it goes to this trajectory of, like, how it's I not know. great advice. I've never been one of those friends that give, like, great advice. Like, Mm -hmm. I just listen, and I'm just like, okay, deal with it. It'll be okay eventually. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I I never know what to say, because, like, I never even know what to tell myself. Because that's what I tell myself. Like, I'm just like, deal with it. it. Time's going to change it eventually, so just take it day by day, but don't be a sad sack. Like, that's literally my answer. Yeah, that's like an end goal, but that's what everyone wants, right? Yeah. No one wants to be sad. Of course not. Yeah. So you have have to, like, give your friends, like, some, like, coping mechanisms or something. I had friends who used to go for advice. I don't even fucking talk to them anymore about it because they just are, like, they give, like, awful. They just go, oh, like, that sucks. Okay, yeah. I never say that shit. Oh, (laughs) that's not good. It's like, no shit. One thing that really helps me is just all, just stay busy. Just stay mm-hmm. busy. I know a lot of people say that, but it's true because it actually like. Then that's when it hits you at night. Oh, when yeah. When you've been I suppressing. Know. And it's almost like at night you have to like kind of make up for the not thinking during the day. And then the you day. get so high, so hard, so fast. And then you like. Yeah. Fuck and yourself. then what you do is just like take an edible or yeah. smoke weed. Uh, that really helps. Like one of my friends is going through a breakup and she's been like smoking weed and melatonin and wine. And I'm just like drugging your way through it, which is really like not an ideal coping mechanism. But yeah, we have emotions, but you don't have to feel all your emotions at such a heightened state all the time. And if you can. And at time is what's going to help. It. it's not like okay you felt s- the ultimate sadness for like three weeks and now it's gonna go away it's actually like you get comfort in the sadness and you get used to it and you think it's normal so it's maybe not maybe maybe you shouldn't be taking like xanax or whatever but you know for a month but maybe it's not the worst idea because it can yeah. help you not feel that extreme pain and then not have ptsd from that pain because mm-hmm. that happened to me in march i got ptsd from the pain i was feeling i was so scared all the time and anxious yeah. of like feeling it again yeah i feel like it's a really good like short-term solution and unless it's like i mean god forbid like if you're like grieving something don't go to drugs but for yeah. a heartbreak where you know that it was the right decision you know that the this person wasn't right for you mm-hmm. you don't really need to feel the sadness sometimes internally we can make ourselves feel way sadder mm-hmm. than we need to because you're just ruminating in your thoughts you just have to accept it that yeah that's exactly what i did with my ex i started my edibles and vaping so heavily i was literally plus we were in lockdown i just was doing shit all but smoking the vape pen doing edibles and drinking yeah and you're yeah. fine yeah so and that's legal so do it <laughs> i'm just over it. i got so over it i was waking up feeling shitty every day i was like why the fuck am i doing this to oh myself? yeah you're getting like headaches like, and stuff I, yeah. I would wake up feeling so out of it and i was just like this is i'm so disgraceful right now that's like, why i'm doing nothing yeah. for myself i should always be doing something for myself mm-hmm. one thing that really really helps is 
I think we were we were talking to some girlfriends yesterday, and this is something that I, I think I must have read in a book somewhere. It takes half the amount of time that you're with mm-hmm. that person to fully get over them. Mm-hmm. And not like, oh, you're so, like, heartbroken for six months and then you're better, but just, like, to stop, like, thinking about them consistently and you're kind of like, oh, I'm kind of over it. And yeah. when I look back, I'm like, oh, that's actually true. Yeah, that's so true. So true. If I was with some my ex for, for a year, it took me, like, six months. And then, yeah. which is crazy. I don't crazy. know why that is. But it just makes sense. I wonder why. It's okay. it. But then it's really shit. It's like, what if you're with someone for 10 years? I know. Then does that mean like, is there a, is there, there has to be a cap. It's like, you think? One or two years. But it's all different. Like, my exes were upset know. for way longer. Almost like the same length of time. Really? After the breakup. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's just an us thing. Yeah, we're just like, we're just so in tune with our emotions. We know how to accept them and move yeah. on. And maybe we have more confidence and I just more, like, like, ability. We know you can get stuff. I just, like, hate feeling bad for myself. Mm-hmm. Like, why am I feeling so bad for myself to the point where it's, like, affecting my daily life and, like, my ability to complete tasks and productivity? Mm-hmm. I'm really thankful I'm, like, mentally healthy enough that I'm able to recognize that and I'm, I'm capable of acknowledging it and changing it and just, mm-hmm. like, toughing it out. But then once you get over that, like, hurdle... You're like, oh, wow, like, I'm strong. I can beat anything. Yeah. And you feel you have so much more confidence. Yeah. We were talking to a bunch of our, like, girlfriends. And it's crazy to think that none of us, and I'm sure all girls and maybe guys, maybe not guys, because guys can go time without talking to girls. But girls, we always have a guy. Even if he's, like, not too significant in our lives, there's mm-hmm. always someone we're talking to. Yeah, it's true. There's always someone that you're waiting to get a text from. Or, like, yeah. you're always talking to someone. I've never not had that. Now I don't have that at all. That I cut off that like love part of my life. My career is going to flourish. Yeah. And I just want every... I'm going to bat all the guys away. <laughs> don't come near me. Like I'm I'm waiting from for like LinkedIn messages, not from like Instagram DMs. That's like, so good. This is LinkedIn. Get away. Get away. You've totally get away, shifted your focus yeah. and energy onto something, onto yourself. And something that's, that's like tangible. That's why it's so important to be able to balance these aspects of your life because... <laughs> You can't have one or the other suffering mm-hmm. because ultimately, like, you're the one who's going to be suffering at the end. Mm-hmm. So, because you saw me go through this, it's like when you really like someone and you're waiting for a text, I wouldn't respond to a text because I knew that I would spend the next couple of days waiting for a text and it would kind of overpower my brain like a mm-hmm. drug. And I'm waiting for that dopamine high of like when I see the name on my phone. Yeah. So I kind of get distracted and like don't really focus too much on like things for my own personal growth. That comes down honestly to just acknowledging your needs in a relationship. Like clearly you need someone who is better at communicating with you through text. Mm -hmm. Or just like phone call. Yeah. Or just like wants to talk to me. And I think... At least, as That's long as you feel like they want to talk to you. need to tell the person from the get-go or make sure that person checks that off the list. Mm-hmm. That's just, it is what it is. Because you shouldn't always be, like, focusing your energy and, like, obsessing over, mm-hmm. like, oh, my God. Or, like, planning out your texts like that. It's like, no. That's just literally communication. Thank Fuck. you for being on my side. <laughs> I, I get, one thing I've learned to accept about myself is that I'm very low-key as, like, a friend, I guess. But when it comes to relationships... I'm definitely like something switches off in me and I'm definitely more needy and I don't give a fuck. Like, I hope you can handle me because that's the way it's going to be, honestly. And I've just learned to accept that about myself. And like, I don't love that about myself, but I've learned that whoever I'm with better be able to handle it because I'm not changing. But if someone likes you, they don't they won't give a shit. 
And if they have a problem with it, that just means they don't really like you, Mm -hmm. which is like really shitty to accept. But it's like now we're saying like, oh, I wish he was a better communicator. It's like, no, he actually just like wanted to, didn't want to talk, you know? Yeah. It's more like that, which is really hard to accept. It just comes down to compatibility. Like, I don't think we should take things so personally. Mm -hmm. Going through breakups are so shitty and like, because I feel like it's like you have little pieces of you all over the world or like wherever they live. I totally agree. You have a part of me. Yeah. Like when I think of my at me at a certain age, it's always correlated with someone. I'm like, oh, you that person was a part of me and helped me grow me. Like without them, I wouldn't be who I am. That's so true. I've realized I do that with um, like when I move to new cities or to like a major stage of my life. You seek out other people for like comfort and guidance. Because when I moved to Halifax, I like found my ex there and he introduced me to the whole city, to so many friends. Like my network grew so much in that city solely because of him and then Mm -hmm. that's exactly what I did with my ex for Toronto like I found him and he showed me like all around the city we did so many (laughs) things together like little social climber (laughs) yeah like holy shit like we made crazy networking networking connections like we did stuff like creative things for for Toronto itself so my memory is definitely linked to Mm -hmm. the intimate connections I've had with people in my life but I've always been that type of person where once I love you like I will love you forever like my love just doesn't stop because like if one of them came back into my life like I'd be so excited to see them and so happy and want to like catch up and whatever like I'll always have like a little piece of love for them like that's never gonna that's never gonna change you think about them and then but you almost think about them in correlation to yourself I'm not like oh I miss them I'm more like oh I miss like me being young and like cute. yeah <laughs> it's a good ending because okay. it started off like <laughs> crying about breakups and then it's like you'll will love them forever <laughs> oh god <laughs> that sounds so cheesy oh my god I hope they don't think I'm a robot I actually do have a heart no sometimes there's no part of this that made you sound like a robot at all oh okay definitely not perfect and don't forget Follow time is the media. ultimate healer <laughs> Okay, say it again. And don't forget, time is the ultimate healer and will make you feel so much better. And if it doesn't, then like maybe smoke some weed. <laughs> to sum up the episode. Yeah. Like, share, subscribe. Vote. Don't forget your self-worth. And um invest get a job so you can have free therapy. Nourish your body with good food and not ice cream and shit. I've also oh, never yeah. been one of those idiots. But, like, that's, that's more, like, something from a rom-com. I know. When it's, like, cry eating ice cream. Is that, like, a real thing that girls do? I don't know. Uh, when I go through a breakup, I um I don't eat. Like, I get really... Because I'm so mm. anxious that I yeah. stop eating, so... I remember you mentioning that before. So I just, like, get skinny. Ooh, I'm gonna be real skinny in a couple weeks. <laughs> and don't, don't forget, forget, never, never starfish. Fish.